Mike Banner here, host of the 62 Who Knew television show. Tonight's going to be a great show as we're joined by Carol Golden from NAFA. You're going to learn a bunch of incredible things, a project that NAFA has been working on, and it's going to be a great show, so stay tuned. Thank you. Welcome, and I always ask, what show is this? What is it, show number 54? 55, double nickels, 55th show. It's a very special show. First, I want to thank, with all my heart, my guest last week, because it was me. That's right. We had a show on reverse mortgages. It was a very informative guest. It's, it's almost like I knew what he was thinking. It was amazing. But we did have a lot of... Uh, uh, good reaction to the show last week. Uh, I try not to bring up reverse mortgages, um, although we're going to be talking to them a little bit ab about them, just a little tonight. But again, our main uh, focus tonight is long-term care insurance, something that I am uh, very, very sensitive to and that the nation should be very sensitive to. So since I don't have to go too much into thanking last week's guest, let me just for our new viewers, once again last week, we were between eighty and 90,000 viewers. We're very happy with that. Uh, but just for the new people joining us, what is 62 Who Knew? 62 Who Knew is a program about the double-edged sword of longer lifespans. And what I say at the beginning of every show, and, and it's the truth, my father, your father, everybody's father, grandfather, father before them, as they approached the age of 62, they all asked the same questions. Should I take Social Security now? Should I defer it till later? Have I saved enough money? Should I try and pay off my house, or do I want a mortgage payment during retirement? Do I need long-term care insurance? What age do I get Medicare supplemental policies? Everybody has those questions. Should I get life insurance? If I have life insurance, do I still need it? The questions never stop. And every generation has those questions as they approach retirement, and the age of 62 is kind of synonymous with retirement. And when I say every generation has had the same problems, with the exception of my generation, at 61 years old, my generation has one more different hurdle than our fathers, grandfathers, and their fathers before them. What is that hurdle? Longer lifespans. Thanks to science, medical technology, breakthroughs, the odds are very good in this country that if you make it to your low 60s, you're going to make it to 90. And the truth of the matter is, less than 1% of this country has the mathematic or financial ability to make it 25 or 30 years once they hit retirement. So 62 who knew 
is all about that double-edged sword, that mixed blessings. We bring on experts every week to talk about all those topics that affect people as they're planning for retirement or even ones that are already in retirement. And today's show is no exception. Uh, we're bringing back for the second time not only one of my favorite guests, but one of my favorite people, Miss Carol Golden, who has been known uh, for X amount of years. How many years? I never ask a woman that uh, okay. question. You're not it, going to get an more answer. More than three. <laughs> <laughs> more than five, okay? For a lot of years, nationally Enough. and internationally in the long-term care insurance world. And she came in about a year ago, wasn't it? Almost a year. Just about a year yep, ago. To talk about a project that you're heading right? for NAFA, right. who is my favorite organization. They really are. They do so much for the public. Um, and I, well, we've brought her back, not just to talk about what has happened in the last year, but changes in long-term care insurance, right. changes in many things. NAFA had some huge changes in this it last did. year uh, that was kind of a historical. So without further ado, I'm going to hand this over uh, to Carol. We're going to make this her show for the night. And uh, thank you for being here, as always, and taking the long drive. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Michael, for having me. Um, I think at this point, we both know that many, many of the consumers, many of the advisors, many of us right in the industry are watching the industry metamorphose. Uh, good industries, good issues are always going to change and they're going to become uh, more adept at serving the customer as the customer goes through life events, changes, etc., mm -hmm. And NAFA, the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors, has stepped up to say, what is it that we need to offer so that consumers, agents, advisors, other professionals can feel comfortable saying long-term care or extended care or short-term care, or limited care, any one of those issues pop up into people's lives. I agree with you entirely, Michael, that people are living longer, not necessarily healthier. Well, that's for sure. But between the medical issues, the financial issues, and the entire issue of legacy, retirement, you know what? It's complicated. It is. It really is. So that leads us to, you know, talking a little about NAFA. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could put up the second slide All right. that we have. John, made if we could up. put up that second slide. Thanks. All righty, it's coming up. Okay. Um, on this John's having trouble getting it up. I just I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> Um, I'll He's going to turn on his microphone and go, don't do that. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, start to talk a little bit about uh, that's what she said. Uh, NAFA. Uh, that's the third slide. Oh, so... that's the third slide. Can we go backwards one? <laughs> but it's okay. What I wanted to say was that NAFA is the oldest and the largest. As a matter of fact, we're very excited that next year is their 130th anniversary. Wow. And as you mentioned, Michael, NAFA is going through quite a change um, moving into the world as it is now. Um, 130 years of history are important, and they're not, you know, moving away from that history. Mm -hmm. But in order to be responsive to the situations that agents and customers alike 
are starting to run into, they've had to reorganize themselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. So now there are major chapters in every single state because you remember that NAFA is probably the premier organization for advocacy. No doubt. No and doubt if there's that. one thing our organizations and our industry, we really need to get it together, is what do we need for more people to be able to access all of the different options yes. that are available, mm. uh, the education. Um, fortunately, uh, NAFA does do what's called a congressional conference, and we have the opportunity to literally meet with congressmen and statesmen alike and discuss issues. But our industry has to help NAFA by stepping up and yes. saying, what are the most important things? What's going to help everybody through the financial and health issues that may arise mm -hmm. as we go through retirement? Yeah. And one of the things I've always loved about NAFA, because I'm involved in a few organizations that I speak you know, throughout the country about the use of home equity or, quote, reverse mortgage, is NAFA is the most down-to-earth. I don't know what other term I could put it. They they do business with Mr. and Mrs. America. You never get, and I've talked to thousands of NAFA people in 20 years, uh, well, at least in the last 11 years, I should say, of my reverse mortgage career. Um, you never hear, well, I've never heard, I don't want to talk to somebody unless they're worth $5 million. No, uh, unless there's $10 million under management, I really don't want to deal with that. I've never run into that with a NAFA member. And, I, and that's what the public needs right now, because most of us don't have that five or 10 million. You know, it's funny you say that because part of the NAFA um, websites and part of what they're doing now to reach out is called, um, well, they've been Main Street America forever. Yeah. And that speaks to what you were saying. That That is who they yeah. serve. Uh, it doesn't mean that if an uber wealthy person yeah, came along, they would turn them away. But that is not really their customer. Mm -hmm. Their customer is Main Street USA. Their agents and advisors are Main Street USA. They currently serve probably a little in excess of 90 million families. That's staggering. So, well, uh, they're, they're good at what they do. Mm -hmm. They're getting better at what they do, but they don't lose their focus. Main Street USA is their focus and will remain their focus. And let's face it, it is Main Street USA that is suffering yeah. the last decade in this country the most. I would agree with you. Yeah. I think that we have to continue to say these are people who, just like everyone else, are facing the challenges of aging in place. Everyone wants to age in place. Mm -hmm. Although, as a boomer myself, yeah. I'm not aging. <laughs> yeah. None of us are aging. No, okay. I'm aging enough for both of us. So it's, so, I, I aged mean, this it's, summer. It's pretty typical. Uh -huh. If I could ask for the next slide, um, right. it could show um, your audience the next, next one, one, if you would. All right. As you can see, there's a consumer website, and it's www.financialsecurity.org. And when you get to that site, um, you can find a NAFA agent, and you will see that they will be local, they will be Main Street, 
Um, so for any consumer who visits that site, mm -hmm. they're going to find that they can find someone. And one of the good things is that they'll have this LACP-CLTC. You know, LACP, like the CLT, CLTC TV. designations, yeah. um, really tell you, what do they tell you? They tell you that they've taken the time, the energy, and put the money behind additional learning. I have several designations, as you know, mm -hmm. and when people see them, they say, wow, and I go, but think about what that tells you. A designation tells you that this person wants to learn. Yes. This is a person who is open to continuing to expand their universe and their learning. Yeah. And I'm very biased about the, uh, even though I'm not even an insurance person, the CL. TV, no, the LTVC, <laughs> yeah, CLTV, certified in long-term care. Yeah. Yes, that's it. What, what she just said. I'm very, <laughs> I'm biased about that because it's one of the first organizations that Peter Gelbox introduced right. me to right. ten years ago. It's it's how I met um, Bill Comfort, who again to me is uh, I've right. learned so much from Bill Comfort, and, and listening to him speak is uh, I think I'm a good speaker. I'm not even in his class, and then of course getting to know Harley Gordon. I know Harley. I spoke correct to me Hor if I'm wrong. I spoke to Harley. Harley today. sold the school, didn't he? He did, but he is, is he still involved. He's still involved with CLTC. And this afternoon, just coincidentally, Harley and I had a discussion because he is creating um, CE classes. And we're talking about having those classes because he is still connected well, to CLTC. Yeah, the, and his, the LACP is a NAFA designation. And, you know, there's a lot of designations out there. What does it stand for, LACP? Um, it is the... Los Angeles Certified no, no, Police. No, no, no. It has to I do, to do with uh, life and annuity certified professional. That's cool. So for... Our industry, Michael, where so many of the new options for extended and long-term care involve a basis of life insurance policy or an annuity policy. So you're talking about the hybrid products? Correct. Today's an, world. An asset care product, mm -hmm. for example. If he can bring up the next slide. If you want, John, we'll just leave the slide up. And talk behind it and just keep, you know, just for might a few be minutes, easier, yeah. it would be easier. Okay, so what you're seeing here is ILTCI, as you know, is the premier organization that has four days of education. Um, we're having the next one March 29th through April 1st in Denver, Colorado at the Sheraton downtown. And it's four days of solid education. As you know, there's several tracks. So whether you're an actuary or an underwriter or a salesperson or a, doesn't matter if you have anything to do with anything, yeah. any part of it, even the cottage industry, so that you have administra administrators, you mm -hmm. have... Um, I wonder if they have reverse mortgage speakers. Yes, we do, because I have them in my track. Oh, that's right, that's right, you do. <laughs> Which we're just putting together. Um, it's not but me. I think the slide can show you that um, it represents a whole myriad of different solutions. Uh, for example, 
uh, Nationwide, One America, they have wonderful new products, yep. and they're they're increasing those products' ability to reach out to Main Street. That's right. U.S. I love that. That's what Bill and Peter were talking about two weeks ago or three weeks I, ago. I saw it. That yes. I that's always been the main thing to me. So I can't afford long-term care insurance. Now you can. That's right. That that to me that's amazing. Right, and and it solves a lot of the issues that people were unhappy with the use it or lose it. Yeah. Um, it it solves a lot of. Um, it used to be that they were more or less single pay, mm -hmm. and now you can do annually or ten ten pay, etc. So what I would say is that they are being responsive to what people need. All right. Let's um, go to the next slide, John. So, you know, I think what we want to talk about, Michael, and he can take this down, but I just wanted to show everybody that for you and I, the boomers now are aging out of really being eligible Isn't that for amazing? the traditional. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yes, because, you know, with 10,000 of them turning 70 now every mm -hmm. day, we used to say 65. That's but right. Now they it's 70. Have become a little Isn't that more amazing? mature. Yes. A little more mature. What a nice way. <laughs> All of you turning 70 are now a little more mature. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But yeah, well, you're talking to a woman who yeah. is <laughs> like a typical boomer. Yeah. Um, so for, for us at um, NAFA, we're looking at consumers who are perhaps between. 40 and 60. That is a time when the conversation needs to start. Yes. So when you're looking at the missing link in a retirement plan, you do all of these things. You have life insurance and you have, say, retirement funding. You have homeowner's insurance, the whole list. Yeah. Well, if you have a long-term care or an extended care event, as you know, it can wreak havoc. Oh, it could be devastating to most people, financially. So NAFA's whole issue, and that's why it's limited and extended care, and the last one, the P in LECP, mm -hmm. is planning. Mm -hmm. Because even if you're not ready to move forward with the product that would work perhaps best for you, you need a plan of how to get there. That's right. And so working with an agent or advisor means that from all of the different sponsors we have, for example, we have Legacy Shield. Well, they don't sell a product, but they secure all of your documentation. Like you, I probably did a medical um, document, uh, a living will, yep. a regular will. And when you think about the amount of uh, insurances that bank accounts insurances oh, yeah, it's unbelievable. are not collected i heard the the figure 1.6 billion with a b so if we have a place where we can lock that securely mm -hmm. and then know who has the right to access it yes that's on our site because you see the whole idea is a plan what is the name of that company? Legacy? Legacy Shield. 
We should probably bring them on the show. Yeah, we, you probably should. That if you go back to that slide, you'll see they're on there. But, All right. Don't, no, don't, you know, we, we won't don't, go back. We don't like, have to do yeah. that. Um, we have other things, like you saw CLTC right in mm -hmm. the center, that designation. Uh, LACP, same thing. We, right. we hope that even though our focus at NAFA is Main Street USA, it doesn't mean that we don't want to have the very best. Right. And part of that is, of course, education. Yeah, it's always and, education. And continuing ed. Yeah. I, so what else is part of the sponsorship? Mm -hmm. Life settlements. And people go, oh. I was just going to say that, sort of like reverse mortgages. People go, no, no, to tell us. Because it's not what it used to be either. Right, exactly. So the sponsor that we have posts a great deal of information on the LECP site. Mm -hmm. Now, we saw that there is a consumer site, and we don't necessarily post a lot of information because, as I said, NAFA is changing a lot of what they previously did, mm -hmm. and it takes time, yeah. and it takes a lot of work. But we have Life Settlements, GWG Holdings, and Life Care Exchange as sponsors because for some people... That is the answer. And give it, us a little summary, though, for the for the public, for the layman, of what a life settlement company does. Okay, so there are two ways to approach a life settlement company. The one that is our sponsor examines a life insurance product, and let's say that you don't have anyone to leave your life insurance to, um, and you want to age in place. That's expensive. Mm -hmm. So you can get a certain amount for your life insurance policy, and that is paid to you as a lump sum, or it can be put into a trust that pays out periodically. Now, it's, it's probably somewhat like traditional long-term care with the rate increase reputation, right. maybe a little bit like reverse mortgage. Mm -hmm. It starts out with a reputation that makes it a bit challenging for mm -hmm. people. So we have a lot of information from uh, this life care exchange mm -hmm. company, and we post it continuously so that if one of the agents or advisors runs into someone who says, look, um, I, I have six policies, yeah. <laughs> I really believed in it, yeah. uh, but I don't have any cash flow, and um, I really need to do this. Mm -hmm. They want to go to a reputable Absolutely. company, and mm -hmm. that company is highly regulated now. And that's the same for the reverse mortgage, yes. isn't it? Yeah. So the reverse mortgages, which now I know so much more about because we do have a sponsor for <laughs> yes. our reverse mortgage. Which is a great company. RFS. Uh, absolutely. Um, I have learned from uh, Shelly Giordano and. The best person to learn from. Yes, and from Chris Karagakis and Chris, yeah. Chris Bruiser. Mm -hmm. um, who Who's is, right here in Tampa. Yes, he's a NAFA member. He's one of the best and, uh, reverse mortgage people in the country. Exactly. You're naming the best reverse mortgage. Chris is unbelievable. And of course, Shelly has educated more people than I think anyone, period, in the industry. And I'm one of them. Yes. I didn't even know what Heckham was. You didn't know what the heck of it meant. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is really your expertise. So I would ask you to explain to our audience a little bit about uh, 
why um, the the government stepped in, yeah. created all of these very substantial regulations. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take too much time on reverse mortgages because okay. we just spent a, an hour on it last week. But yeah, there's no way to get around it. Many of us in the reverse mortgage world um, feel it's almost a shame that the government had to come in and regulate us so much so to, to protect seniors. I don't want to get too blunt, but it's almost like we were forced to be honest. Right. And uh, make no mistake about it, you know, 98% of the reverse mortgage industry is so noble and such great people, just like the long-term care insurance people. Right. It's that one or two percent. It's that one bad apple in the bunch or a couple of bad apples in a barrel you know, <laughs> that can make the industry look terrible. Right. But yeah, today's reverse mortgage literally doesn't even look like the reverse mortgage of 10, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, protections for the estate, for the heirs, for the surviving spouse. And again, that one sensitive area that I've been trying to convince the long-term care insurance world of for going on 11 or 12 years now <clears throat> is it is proper to use a reverse mortgage to help pay for long-term care insurance, whether it's directly, Michael, give me $537 a month, or is it a $100,000 lump sum so they could buy a hybrid life insurance program with a LTC rider, or what I see more often than not, because so many people don't think of this, is I meet a senior, and you started to name this before, they have their auto insurance, they have their house insurance, they have probably a little life insurance. They ha- they're above 65. They have their Medicare supplemental policy for both husband and wife. And when I get done, they have like $1,300 a month in premiums. And they have a $1,500 mortgage payment. I eliminate the mortgage payment. I don't give them money to buy insurance. I eliminate the mortgage company. And suddenly those $1,300 in premiums is not a drawer on them anymore. And that's the most common use to me of a reverse mortgage. Let's get rid of all those premiums. And now you have the ability to possibly buy better or more products and services. But as you know, there's a lot of cloud around what you use a reverse mortgage for. Got to clear up that cloud. I would agree. And I, I think that the more people who understand, I was reading um, Shelley's new book, and I noticed that one of the things that a reverse mortgage can do is, you know, sometimes you think back to 2008. Yeah. So what if it was 2008 and you had to take out some money mm-hmm. from your investments? Bad timing. Right. Very bad timing. First of all, the market is not in a good yeah. place. Secondly, you have unintended tax consequences. Possible penalties. Possible penalties. So I was reading that some people will have a line of credit with their reverse mortgage, and they can draw on that line of credit just to get them through that period. That's right. So that they avoid all the stress, all the tax consequences, all of the unintended consequences of bad timing. That's right. And and I was impressed by that because yeah. I thought, okay, I would never have thought about that. Yeah. Now, it's just a line of credit. It's not necessarily that they have done anything. That's right. But they saw it as an option, a just-in-case, and it probably has helped 
a lot of people, and a lot of us didn't even know it existed. No, no, yeah, Shelly and her task force have been the best in the nation of getting this message out. But use the equity in your home. It's not going to stop your house from going up or right. going down, by the way. Yeah. Your house is going to do what it does. Right. Use the equity in your home during bad times and let your investments sit. Let them make that comeback. Yeah, there's no one better than Shelly and the task force of, of sending that message out to Main Street America. Right. Well, you mentioned um, Medicare, and I am happy to say that that is also one of the things that we decided was important to have a sponsor who was an expert par excellence mm -hmm. in Medicare. So we um, have brought on um, senior marketing specialists, and I just finished an interview with Dan Magnus, who, he scares me, he's so smart and mm -hmm. so, so brilliant about all of this. Does a lot of teaching at American College and a couple of other uh, organizations. And to me, um, the, the reason that it's on there is because there are so many changes, and I stuck in a slide on that as mm -hmm. well. There are so many changes that are coming in Medicare. We're seeing the tip of the iceberg, I think, Absolutely. with the changes in 2020. And why is that significant? Why would we have that on a limited and extended care planning mm -hmm. site? Well, because for one of the NAFA agents, or frankly, any member um, yeah. agent, well, that can really affect your plan. Oh, greatly. When you think you're going to have something to help you through retirement, you get there and things start to change. Well, it's already happening. We, mm -hmm. I think we all thought it was inevitable. Yes. Just because there's between 77 and 79 million mm -hmm. boomers. Isn't that amazing? It is, but you know, I think there's what seventy seven Gen Xers too. I mean I it's not like this is just gonna go away. America's coming of age. Absolutely. So for me, um one of the slides that I don't know if he can even find it is um showing that a couple turning sixty five today, and I didn't um maybe he could bring up the slides and move forward and I'll say stop. Go ahead, John, bring it up just for a second. We've been very lucky here on 62, who yeah. knew by a, from a mutual um, friend I was introduced to, Miss Diane. Do you know which slide it is? Um, let's see. Probably no. So if he just brings Just them bring up it up and we'll and... move it forward. Miss <laughs> Diane Daniels, who uh, is the founder of Medicare Nation, uh, just won an award ah, for yes. the number one podcast. Uh, right. She's become a regular guest. She's going to be part of our ongoing panel. And she'll uh -huh. be on in the next couple of weeks. I will learn right. something. Oh, yeah, she's incredible. Right. So pass this uh, Let's slide. Let's go past this one. Um, well, this is what we're discussing. Right. You know, the, the fact Self that... Self-insured drives me crazy. Me too. But you know what? The wealthy... Never self-insured. Yeah, they have. Isn't that amazing? Offset the whole thing, and then for the government program, we're talking now about the Medicare and Medicaid. If you could move one forward, one more. Oh, this oh, is wow. this is something we should this, stop this, for yeah. a moment. Yeah, this is something people need to pay attention to. Right. This just came out um, from you know Genworth Financial. Um, they have um, Care Scout does this for them every year, but 
don't you think that that, just looking at the 2004 cost of 65,000 round figures, now in 2019, a hundred grand to have a private room. Can you imagine? But even looking at the home care, which is the third one down, or mm -hmm. assisted care, which is now so popular, it went um, from 28, almost 29, to 48, 6. These are numbers, I hate to say this, but these are numbers that most Americans don't even have access to. No. I mean, it's funny that we're putting up $48,000 for assisted living facility. And of course, in our industry, in the reverse mortgage world, we have statistics. Your average American isn't even retiring with $48,000 in the bank, let alone have access to it without insurance. If they planned for it, they would have it. Exactly. That's what's like so amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And so even the, the second to the last column on the right, the total increase. So it's most incredible. people avoid nursing homes, but... Whew, 56%. But look at assisted living, which a lot of Americans yes. are thinking of. 68, almost 69% increase. And home care, just under 25% increase. Yeah. My concern as a professional is that we don't have enough professional exactly. caregivers. Oh, there's no doubt. Um, so if you pair up the cost along with the fact that there is a shortage of people who are trained. Uh, you can't just pick somebody up and move them, or you wind up in a hospital bed next to them, whether right. it's sprained back or broken. Yeah, and time is flying so quick. We, as you, you see the big clock, we still have time. I don't want to get too much on this subject, but one of the, one of the things I've learned from one of our other uh, guests, uh, which is Home Instead, which is uh, the excellent largest in-home care, yes, uh, non-medical in-home care company in the country. One of the things I've learned from them, which I never knew, is you know these in-home care people don't make that much money. So no. similar to police officers, school teachers, in-home care people are playing a vital role in our nation, yet they don't get paid well. And it's going to be very hard to attract that younger generation into our industries. That's right when they can go somewhere else and make a better living. This, this is really a conundrum of, of, of incredible proportions. We need this because America is aging. Million, tens of millions. Right. But you better be very selfless and you better have a spouse that makes a really good living. So I'm It's just wrong. Yeah, and I'm sure that when you had um, Home Instead on, that they explained to you that they can't attract enough mm -hmm. people. Well, where does that actually leave a caregiver? That's right. Non-professional caregiver, who, as we all know, <laughs> statistically, it's not a good place to be for a long period of time. That's you right. need respite. You need to move away from it, et, mm -hmm. et cetera. Will we be able to? So, as I said when we began, long-term care, extended care, short-term care, it's complex, a lot of people don't believe in short-term care, but I'll tell you this, short-term care, I have heard, um, you know, Barb Stecklacher? Of course. I never pronounce her name correctly. Um, she was saying to me, well, for some people, because, you know, I was right. very active in the worksite market, middle America, it gives them time to plan. 
That's right. Because you don't always have the ability to say, well, you know, I know this will happen seven months from now. Yeah, Thursday at 2.30, I'm going to have a stroke. Seven days from now, all of a sudden, the family is facing something. So I I believe that all of the options that we're talking about, as Mm -hmm. you could see, some of them were insurance options. Some of them certainly weren't. That's right. Insurance. But all of them relate to getting a plan, having something where you work with someone and they say, look, we, we have these options that will work for you. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't need to jump into anything, but there are, you know, government options, which you and I both know. I mean, just looking at the slide on the Medicare, it mm-hmm. says that a person who is 65 years old will have... Um, in 2019, they turn 65. They'll have a 90% chance of meeting expenses for Medicare Part B health insurance, Part D prescription drug coverage, Medigap Plan F, and out-of-pocket drug costs, assuming right. they're not taking a, you know, very expensive drugs, and what which there are plenty of. Oh those. yes, there are. Right, and so they would need a couple would need. to cover all of these expenses because, as you know, it's changing. We're paying more in deductibles. We're having to offset because there's so many. Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. And, again, another entire show that we'll probably do one day with uh, maybe Peter, Mark, and you. Um, And, again, to me, we could do a marathon on it. You know, people talk about the gun industry and right. the cigarette industry and how dishonest certain industries are compared to pharmaceuticals. These people are Disney characters. <laughs> I mean, really and truly. When I uh, I have uh, asthma and I take a Trilogy right. in the morning, one squirt, and it, it just, it's not, it's, an, it's a steroid, okay. um, but it keeps me breathing great. Right. And uh, I remember when I first uh, got it, which was a couple of years ago, and um, I won't name my major medical company. I mean, they're a big, <laughs> huge company. They weren't sure they were going to pay for it. Um, and it was $300 per month. So I said, you know, hey, I, I like to breathe. <laughs> breathing is good. Not breathing, not as good. No. So I said, okay, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll write the check and I'll, you know, we'll worry about it next month. Yeah. And there's my pharmacist, great guy, who goes, wait a minute, there's a site. And I have Trilogy for the next three years for $20 a month. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Please, everybody that has asthma that's on Trilogy, just wow. Google that. $20 a month with no insurance. I got a coupon. Wow. But does that show you the needless yeah. mock-up? The, yeah. the t- how many people, I mean, not what I could write a check for $300 or give them the debit card. How many people aren't breathing well? It's just such a ripoff. It's wrong. It's it's mm. morally and ethically wrong. We're gonna have to do a show on it one day. Bring somebody in from Big Farm, and just rip them apart. <laughs> <laughs> Slap them all over the place. It's well, just wrong. It's, you know, you see a lot of like sixty minutes and some of the other investigative reports. Um, the one that they did on uh, diabetes, mm-hmm. and you think. $600? Just how could that be? It can't be. And when you look at the history of 
what it costs and how much it's gone up. It's a complex subject. I understand that. Yeah. But as you say, from Main Street USA, they like to breathe. Yeah, breathing <laughs> is good. You know, it's, and when you've got diabetes, insulin is good. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, yeah, they're, they're just, there's no more be- years from now when we're all gone, hundreds of years, when they're looking back. Right. They'll look at pharmaceutical industry as the worst greedy. Sorry, watch. I'll get home. They'll cancel my Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, <laughs> I'll get I'll get an email. Your trilogy so. is now nine grand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I don't even want to get into that because yeah. I knew we were going to run out of time. We got sixteen minutes left. Well, Tell- you know the the the. I think you're now getting the impression that NAFA in putting this um, center together, uh, even though it says you know limited mm-hmm. and extended care. It's an informational place um, for agents and for advisors. I mean, um, joining NAFA at this point, um, this is a value add. Oh, this yes. This is not something that they add on to the membership price or anything. Mm-hmm. This is something that they have put together mm-hmm. in order. And you have to give the sponsors yes. a tremendous yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? There are three uh, brokerages, mm-hmm. um, uh, American um, Resource Marketing, which I think has become part of LTC Global now. Oh, okay. I didn't know um, that. Yeah. And um, we have LTCI partners who have worked with uh, advisors and agents for years and years and are very into technology and whatnot. ARM specializes in worksite. So for people who want to ask questions about, can I get this at work? They work with other agents. They work with companies to solve that and say, okay, there's executive carve-outs, there's core buy-ups, there's voluntary benefits. They are Mm -hmm. just great with it. And then LTCI Partners also works with a lot of agents, with a lot of financial right. advisors. They have both individual and worksite. They do a lot of the um, hybrid product yep. work. And then the final one, of course, is Ash Brokerage. Um, Ash Brokerage, I am so impressed. Um, they're, um, they just did a, a session at the Performance Plus Purpose conference that NAFA runs. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Chad Irick, who is the one who was doing the uh, session for us, showed all these different types of tools that help an agent uh, working with a consumer. Mm -hmm. So let's say that we're sitting down with a consumer. They have no idea what they need. Right, you know, which this most is, don't. Right, it's not yeah. a topic that they're really familiar with. So Chad showed this chart, which is kind of fun working with a client where you can answer the questions with them, and then at the end you run it, and it gives you um, suggestions. It tells you where you land in terms of certain needs and certain products and certain ideas. Um, and I think, you know, working with clients, let's say the ones that are watching today, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to you know, say, well, I, I have a tool that we can work with. Yes. They're, they're very into all of those kinds of aids and things. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, the, the whole 
LECP, when you and I were together last year, mm -hmm. I don't think we had 14 sponsors. I know that we didn't. Yeah. And adding, like... Um, senior market specialists mm -hmm. for Medicare. Right. Because when you're talking to a client and they go, well, Medicare will cover it, you need solid information to say, well, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't, you don't want to say, well, no, that's not going to happen. <clears throat> I think you need solid information to say, let's look at that together. Right. Or if they go, you know, I don't, I don't really like to talk about this. Which is so common. So take one of the things that, uh, partners or ash brokerage have and say why don't we work through this together mm -hmm. and then we won't talk you yeah, take make, it away yeah. you think about it um you see how the plan fits in because as you and i know i like that mark twain statement mm -hmm. where he says you will regret in 20 years you will regret more <clears throat> excuse me what you didn't do oh, of course. than what you did do. Absolutely. And so I always think about... That's so true. Yeah, consumers, and, and you think to yourself, well, they regret that they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. But we have to be there and yeah. say to them, I don't know how you want to approach this, whether you want to approach it with documentation, let's talk about it, see what's missing there, whether you want to say, will Medicare be there for me? And... Mm -hmm. How much do I need? I don't think I understand that there's all these different That's right. parts Options. of it. Um, do I need a tool? Do I need an expert? Do I want to get this at work? Um, do I want a hybrid product? What kind of a company do I want? What kind of a carrier do I want? Yeah. So I always say to people who access... Um, the um, financialsecurity.com right. site, which is NAFA's consumer site, and they're looking for information. My uh, information is up there, too. Right. Golden at nafa.org. Okay. Because I am always interested to hear from consumers what's missing, what should be available to someone who you're working with on a site where you yeah. have questions what am I missing mm -hmm. to help create this hub of information where if you ask a question, someone can go and get the answer from an expert, an expert. who just does that for a living? Cause yeah, not your brother-in-law, Ralph, who reads a lot. Right. I get that a lot. <laughs> I do in the, in the reverse mortgage world. My cousin has researched this, and we don't think we want to do it. Mm -hmm. What does your cousin do? He's a plumber. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I've been researching drains. You know, I mean, but I'm a reverse mortgage person. Yeah, it, it drives me. I, you know, what's missing, and I think Mark and Peter and I ended the show talking about this. The topic of long-term care insurance yeah. is something people shy away from. They, nobody, me at 61 and overweight, or at 30, when I was, you know, at 40, in perfect shape, you don't want to think about that part of your life, you know, where you may not be ambulatory, you may not be able to go to the bathroom, dress yourself, and hopefully none of us get there. Uh, but there may be parts of your life that you need that help, but there's that emotional wall that makes you go, okay, now let's talk about long-term care insurance. Well, maybe we should wait about that. Why? It's too late. When, you know, 
you can't call them after you, yeah, when you need it, you can't get it. Well, you have to get it before. Come on. Right. Well, yeah. but that is exactly why when I was developing with the team at NAFA, what should be on this site for an agent who wants to talk to a person about this? That is exactly why um, I think it was Henrik Larson at, at ARM who said to me, make sure we have the word planning in there. Yeah. Because... People may not want to talk about it, but they probably are more open to saying, so what would the plan look like? That's you, right. You know, it's step one is to say, well, not having a plan is a, is a plan. Right. And it's a bad plan. That's right. So People don't realize that. Right. And that's why I said to you, anything that should be on the site, for example, probably I need some more about... Um, planning when you need care, mm -hmm. like a home instead. Right. I have contacted, um, Harley is looking for an elder care attorney for me, because maybe there are some questions there that a consumer would have, and that an agent would have to say, you know, I have a resource. I'll get a real answer mm -hmm. to this, a legal answer right. to this legal question, That's right. because it's a little out of my purview. We try to do that here on the show, bring, you know, and we've had one great elder law attorney on twice. And what I've learned is, he, he, and he admitted, he told me, he said, Michael, there are different laws in different states. You're not, it's That's not right. like reverse mortgages no. or a nationwide policy where right. it's all the same pretty much everywhere. You, got, you might need 50 experts. I went, wow. Well, that's why we're approaching it through an organization mm -hmm. um, and a society somewhat because they have those for elder care attorneys and yes. like any highly professional. Yeah, they have an association. I oh, spoke at sure it a few do. years ago. Right. And so that's who I would try to. We have um, a marketing agreement, for example, with uh, NALBA because they have experts there that we mm -hmm. may want to. Uh, pair up with. Um, we have just completed a marketing uh, agreement with females and fineman and fine man. Fem say that again. Easy for you to six say. Six times in a row. Females, females and, and finance. Females and finance. <laughs> right. So we're just starting to look at, um, because there's a lot of issues in this industry that uniquely influence the way women approach what Oh, there's they no do. doubt. We had a professor on, and I feel terrible that I'm forgetting her name from USF that talked nothing about that for those 65 and 70 year old right. men that have 55 to 60 year old women who that generation still isn't like the younger generation. Yeah. Their social security checks were less. Uh, they stayed home to take care of the children. Another topic that I never realized and it hit home was when somebody in the family got sick. Right. It was the wife that pulled out of her career right. to take care of not just mom, mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. And therefore, when she got older, she got less of a Social Security, less in her 401k, and now they're in their 70s. And there's, no, yeah, there's a, some very specific issues that women have to deal with right. that people and don't think about till it's time. Right, and, and a lot of those, as you're referring to, um, even taking a child out, I... I was looking at what the effect of having a child come out of their young career, let's say the person is 30, male or female, mm -hmm. they have to pass up promotions, mm -hmm. they, have, they will earn less, oh, therefore they can't put as much away if they don't even have to contribute 
towards the care of this person. That's right. So it's um, they become socially less active. I mean, there's... It's everything. Right. Yeah. So we're back to the fact that I'm devoting myself to making sure that with the help of NAFA, um, we are starting to promote planning with all of the different options on the limited and extended care planning site that we hope more and more members will access um, so that when it, it relates to your audience, to your consumer, mm -hmm. don't know what's right for a person. Yeah. And it's not always the same conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Right? As Harley said, there are different consequences, but there are consequences. Exactly. To not having a plan. And maybe you can't do it all immediately. But to me, the important thing is that with NAFA's help, we'll start to build this hub, this site, and whatever relates to helping people find a way to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And it'll be with probably what what do I need? Right. That's a conversation. Yeah, that is... It's a conversation that people don't want to have, but they have to have it. Well, if you're talking about your plans, it's a little easier to have that conversation. Right. So my plan is that I'm going on Medicare. Okay, how about if we look at what does that look like? You're X number of years old now, the changes that are occurring here. So according to this study, like the mm -hmm. one I quoted today, you're going to have to, by the time you turn 65, have accumulated $100,000 for all the different supplements and different aspects of it. What? Yeah. Well, is that, that if that's your plan, that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Do we want to see what else you could do? Yeah. Now, people will talk about that. They yeah. will have a conversation yeah. like that. So that's why, for me, it isn't talking about long-term care. It's talking about what is your plan. It's talking about life and reality. Healthcare is expensive now. And it ain't getting cheaper. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, it's just not getting cheaper. It's I don't just think ridiculous. So. And it gets more complicated. I mean, just the changes. It, when I was looking, when I was talking with uh, Dan Mangus, and he said, well, you know, some of these things change. And in his office, he has people divided by the state. Because it's, again, as you said, yeah. it's not necessarily the same That's for right. everything. Even though it's a federal program, it is administered by states. So some of them have, yes. I mean, think of Massachusetts compared to the health care that mm -hmm. other states have. Right. So you should have Dan on. Yeah, we I'm, should. I'm telling you. Let's you do should. it. Yeah, let's do it. Him. Well, you know, again, it's... Uh, I, I always frustrates me, and again, I'm not even in the insurance industry, when one of my friends, educated friends, successful friends, we start to talk about, did you see the show last night? Mm. Did you see what Mark said? Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I'm going to have Medicare. That's all I need. Mm. And I think to myself, are you, I mean, I don't say it. Some, okay, I'm sorry. Sometimes I say it. <laughs> are you a moron? What do you mean? I mean, have you spoke to anyone? Exactly. About, how could you possibly say that? Right. Um, or some of the vet's benefits. Yes. I was flabbergasted when I started to really get educated about vet's benefits. Mm -hmm. It sounds great, like all of the benefits. Right. And then you start looking into it and say, 
I needed to know more about this. It's okay that your plan has Medicare in it mm -hmm. or vet benefits in it or that you expect to self-fund some of it. Mm -hmm. But then you have to say, okay, is that all that I need? That's right. Um, for someone who is buying an annuity or buying life insurance, especially in that 40 to 60 year age, mm -hmm. they need to look at what do the new policies do? That's right. What don't they do? How do they do it? When do Free they do payment it? Penalties for early withdrawal. You just have to go to an expert and say, okay, um, I don't want a guy who, you know, does transmissions. Yeah. Changing my. Yeah. Well, it's the same computer thing. Computer programs, it's the same you thing. know. You don't go to an internist when you have a heart attack. Right. Um, it's really kind of amazing. I see, I can't Michael, believe we that. are. Is that amazing? I know, it went You're going to so have quickly. to come back. We have but 30 I wanna seconds thank left. You no, I want to so thank much. you. No, no, we'll no, argue no, right here. No, no. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Well, again, NAFA, I've been speaking about NAFA for years, speaking in NAFA for years. Uh, Tampa and uh, Hillsborough and Pinellas here in our area right. just merged with each other. They have some of the finest people and professionals to our 80 to 90,000 people out there with 10 seconds left. If you have any questions, Google NAFA. You can go right to their website, find a local person, find an expert, okay? Thank you all so much. We look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Bye.